Hello, heroes, and welcome to Star Wall Odyssey. My name is James D'Amato, one of your hosts and one of your game masters, and this is a little different from my other work, so I wanted to give you this introduction. This show is the result of a home game that we recorded. The main cast is just people who literally live in my house. We plan to share this, but not produce it so much. We were just going to play a game with mics on and then throw the recording up onto the OneShot Network Patreon. Originally, we were also going to play a Spelljammer campaign, because Drew and I have a great deal of nostalgia for the setting, but we decided to change things last minute, which is why this very first episode we are renaming a bunch of stuff on the fly, and we switch to a totally different system for our next recording. Thanks to Ryan and our OneShot Network patrons, we have a lovely soundscape to accompany our game, but everything else is a little less presentational. We're playing the way that we would play if there were no mics on the table at all, taking diversions for world building, retconning the story as we go to suit our needs, and following the little plot points that make us happy. We had so much fun making this, and we ended up wanting to share it further and further. So here we are on the public feed. The show is going to update here every other week until we finish the game, I guess. But if you like what you hear, you can always head over to patreon.com slash oneshotpodcast and sign up to support us. At the $5 level, you'll have access to every single episode that we've made, which is significantly more than what we have on the public feed. And all ad-free. But with that, I sincerely hope you enjoy. We start in space. We can see all around us the swirling colors of nebulas and dancing lights of distant stars. Beneath is a meteor. Not just any meteor. This one lies long and flat, with a map dotted with buildings. An entire city built onto an isolated floating rock in space. We get closer and closer and closer, and the details become more distinct. The first question that I have for all of you what bizarre landmark in this city is the first thing that comes into view as we zoom in from space? You know how in Vegas they have like a little Eiffel Tower and a Tower of Pisa mm. and stuff? Yeah. It's got to be something like that. It's got to be like some kind of... Or, or like a, or like an an embiggened mundane object that is a tourist destination. I like that. What's this embiggened object? And anybody can jump in. I think it's a cauldron. Yes, like a huge, like iron cauldron that's like smacked into the center of this. It's kind of off kilter. In fact, this cauldron sits at the bottom of a crater, as. Centuries ago, it flew through the stellar sea. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We're doing it. We're doing it. Crashing into this rock and becoming the foundation of the city that was to follow. We can see spiraling out from the cauldron uh, unplanned and circuitous uh, routes, roads between buildings that are made of things that either were crashed or netted or dragged from space in order to build a metropolis here. 
We can see busy streets full of strange creatures from far-flung dimensions all around the multiverse. We can see the, the business districts where the streets are literally paved with gold and diamonds. Stretching out from there, we can see condos and buildings that are made out of strange prismatic metals with crimson jeweled windows. And stretching out from there, we can see ramshackle buildings made of brick, mortar, and wood, materials that you'd recognize from just about any city. And it is in one of these neighborhoods that we find our building. The place that is home to everyone who will be at the center of this story. On this street, there is a neon sign that shines across from our building with a light so intense that you need to put up newspaper or something else to block it out during the night so you can sleep. Uh, what color is this sign and what does it say? And this is the building, right? This is us? Yeah, this is across the street from us. Oh, across the street from us. Yeah, so the light shines into our window at night. Oh, uh, I think it's the neon market. Oh, it's literally the neon market. So it is a neon sign that points to like this massive corridor of <laughs> thousands of neon signs. Good. Yeah. I think it happens too that sometimes like all of the greens have gone out at the same time and all of the yellows have gone out at the same time. So sometimes you wake up and it's like, ugh, it's a pink day. Great. There occasionally you wake up and it's like a like a UV day. Mm -hmm. It's just like that horrible purple and like all the white Makes on your, your clothes hurt. Yeah. glowing. If you've got a stain on your shirt, it shows up. There is, I think, uh, off in the distance, uh, a landing port uh, where different like cargo vessels and whatnot pull in to make deliveries to the city. That I believe is the area where uh, day in and or like in the mornings, um, uh, the, the restaurant tours of the area will like go down to grab the freshest catches um, uh, in the stellar sea. Uh, <laughs> and uh, get the ingredients that they need to feed the hungry people of this city. There is something, like in the building immediately next to ours, before we describe our home, I, I want to know, like, what like, kind of unpleasant business is, like, directly adjacent to us? I'm running through the Rolodex in my head of... Uh places that pop up and then close down immediately next door to Bob's Burgers. I'm trying to think of like weird or unsavory businesses that might be there. Oh, there have been several like businesses that catch and get rid of pests. Pests so is always an option. Pest control. I'm also thinking about like laser hair removal, but like in a gross way. Ooh, something like, weird. Like leeches. Like yeah. leeches Ooh, that, leeches. Oh. Uh, that like remove your hair. Oh, no, no, no. Hair leeches. You put the leech on your head. It sucks your blood, but it grows hair. So this is just... <laughs> it's no, medicinal. It's like no. a toupee. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a, medicinal, a toupee. It's a medicinal toupee. I think I might have to X-card okay. it. Oh, it grosses okay. me out That's way too much. Okay, okay. We won't do that well, one. Let's go. It is uh, horrifying. That was there, but they closed down right away. They what? got shut down by the city. That, it's yeah. one of the ones that... They got shut down closed. by God. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Uh, mm. uh, do, would... 
is it just the bug thing or yeah. is it so if it was like a lizard? That's fine. It could be a lizard. Oh, yeah. They're like geckos. Oh, um, yeah. They're like little geckos with heads that seem a little bit too big, but like their jaw unhinges and they just like go Attach. Uh, yeah, <laughs> over your head. And I'm then just gonna, in my head, I'm just going to pretend that they just use their little hands well, they're and like, they hold on they're to like fl- like fl- fl- fuck friday they're like yeah they're like the that wide they're the little, very wide and flat yeah i want little flat i don't need something to eat my it could scalp, be it please. could be that it's James. like skin to skin contact with this lizard this space oh, lizard and these chameleon. these little lizards they just love to hug they love they hug. love to hug i'm better now and, okay. and they're hairy they um, they grow yes. hair when they are attached. Yeah, but they it has the chameleon effect, so they can ch- you can change the color of the hair at great. will. Great. So now this is a great business. Now here's the question about these huggy boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's is, what it's called. That's what it's called. It's called huggy, huggy boys. boys. Is this is this a popular bougie thing to do? Like getting mani pedis and like spa facials and stuff, or is it like a thing that people do out of desperation for cash? And this is a decision that you will make. Either this is a first sign of gentrification or this is the sign of your area. Yeah. This could even be like a weird bohemian thing that like is a trend amongst like young poets and whatnot. Hmm. <laughs> I think it attracts the rich hipsters, kind of like what happened to Wicker Park. And we don't want the rich hipsters. We want the poor yeah. hipsters. So this is the first sign of gentrification. Yeah. Like every other building uh, on this block is built of either brick or wood. And this one is built out of prismatic stones. Oh, um, it stands out like a sore thumb. If you look at this uh, district uh, from a bird's eye view, you see, you know, all of these like uh, strange cobble and thatched roof houses and whatnot. And there is this one shining dot kind of in the middle of it. The first sign that everybody's rent is about to go up much, much faster. It's like it's like a bougie like weed dispensary. Mm. Uh, Question. Can Ty be an early adopter of Huggy Boys? I I would love him to have at least one Huggy Boys. Yes. Yes, he, of he had it before it was cool. Yeah, man. Ty, Ty, absolutely the owner of a Huggy Boy. <laughs> Yay. An OG Huggy Boy. Yeah, they don't they don't come in these colors anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, this one can actually get to like parts of the spectrum you can't really see. Mm-hmm. Toxic to humans. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. But, oh, yeah. That's great. So that means that there's humans out there who are getting like second string fake Huggy Boys to fit in with yeah. their startup co-workers. My, the special thing about My Huggy Boy is that it only does pastel colors. MyHuggyBoy.com. My Huggy Boy. <laughs> do you, do you <laughs> think the businesses around us are like little paper signs in the windows, like no Huggy Boys? like? Like no vaping, like. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Gen Two Huggy Boys, like the issue is they're flatulent. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they, very they're distinct. hideous. They're unsightly, <laughs> and they fart. They fart. Constantly, and, they, <laughs> and they're so popular. So <laughs> there has to be some places that have like a Huggy Boy balcony, <laughs> so like you can a patio, you can put Huggy Boy people on. Oh man, that's great. Um. We are spelling Huggy Boys H U G G Y space B O Y Z, right? Oh, yeah. I was going to go B O I S. Oh, Huggy Boys, that is very good. Let me look at. Let me let me see how I like that look. Huggy, 
Huggy boys. Huggy boys. One of them is the real huggy boy. One of them is uh, a knockoff. And not everybody knows the difference. It's the spelling that makes well, it. Well, like, okay, so the new building, Can we- like the one with the prismatic brick. That is Huggy Boys, but basically without consonants in it. Kind of like, you know, like, like. <laughs> or no vowels like or no consonants. Stuff. Yeah. H-G-G-Y. Okay. Yeah, H-G-G-Y. Can, can we split the difference and have it be H-U-G-G-Y capital B-O-I-Z? Okay. Huggy Boys? Yeah, I like oh, that. yeah, okay. That feels better. Yeah, so so that is kind of open. Like, in the building on the other side of us is like an OG Huggy Boys, like, uh, uh, location. And this is like the upgraded, uh, gentrified Apple Store version of it. Uh, so we come to our building, a long, oblong thing made of wood with brass porthole windows and built onto it poorly. But still built onto it is a rusting fire escape. This building goes up only, what is it, three levels? It's three, three levels, stories. Yeah. It's only three stories. Yeah, it's a three-story building bolted onto the front. Uh, there are awnings uh, that overhang a patio dining that is directly in front of the diner that is attached to the bottom story of this building. Drew, what is the name of this diner? All that preparation, you didn't name the diner. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do it. I think it'd come to me. I think it's called Lucky Finn. I was going to say Finn. Like a hair away or something. Well, Lucky <laughs> Finn, Lucky Finn is good because we can play with the rabbit thing where it's like it's got a neon sign on the front that's like a fish with rabbit ears, like yeah. winking or whatever. Cute. It's got its little fin out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the Lucky Finn. Lucky Finn. The Lucky Finn. I think uh, the Lucky Finn is currently closed. It is like late afternoon before it reopens for dinner. There's like a turnover period. I have a question. Yes. How do we tell what time of day it is? In on space. The, in, in space. Our, is, is our, our, uh, asteroid city moving through space through system to system or is it like in an orbit around a sun? Oh, uh, it is free floating in space, but there are satellites, uh, around it. There's like a miniature sun that like some wizard or something oh, like yeah. conjured up. They're like, they're artificial. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, advertisements can be hung to them. Oh, uh, so <laughs> actually, it is like a bell metal, like an adamantine band that is just around like a ring. And there's a sun on one side. And like people have figured out that you can like suspend banners that have like messages. So like in Twilight and whatnot, like you can advertise your business uh, uh on the band. This place sucks. Oh my God. Do people like go out on the band and like put big art on it and tag it? Oh for yeah. Sure. The like band is train. constantly tagged up for sure. Love this. I think it's amazing because the the sun and moon or whatever these satellites are they go around us and not we around it yes <laughs> and there's some yokels on this thing they're like yeah that's the way it works throughout the galaxy right like the planet is central and the thing goes around it's like wait yeah so I, I want everybody to give me one detail about the facade of this building 
Give it some character. Tell me a story. I think our building is at an angle that it creates a, a causeway that goes into the neon market or like onto the next street. So the building is is built where we are, but it goes across into another building. So it is, uh, it's that building has built on top of this and there's like another building that's built like overhanging the top of us. So it's not a part of us, but it's overhanging us. It's obvious that this particular building has been here a very long time and people have built around it and over it and uh, even like onto it, like you can see like that old fire escape and those balconies that are on there, which are obviously not what it started as. Uh, and there's obviously things connecting from one building to the next building to like prop up the other building next to it. It is a Jenga tower and it is it is very much that piece in the Jenga tower that will not move. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It is settled into this like ramshackle collection and like things have obviously been built up around it and off it and onto it. Like there are, I think, like rope ladder suspension bridges that like run between it and the roofs around here. Like it's anything goes. There's no zoning here in this city. It's wherever you can land and make space for yourself. I think... <laughs> uh, parts of this wooden building the par some parts of it that are close to street level are extremely ornately carved and like maybe at one time they were gilded but it's been a really long time I'm talking about like there's like filigree and like curves and like swirls and floral motifs carved into the wood or perhaps uh, yeah, even like brass that was like let's clarify something here it. a lot of people when, when they picture tagging are probably picturing like spray paint we meant scrimshaw and I think yeah. everybody was pretty clear that the tagging is scrimshaw that is inlaid with, with dyes and metals and whatnot from the beginning. Mm -hmm. That's what it's been. So when you tag, you painstakingly carve like intricate things into surfaces and then layer a dye or powder into it. So it has this beautiful ornate effect. To yeah, it. it's very, it's very artistic and very like ornate. Um, and I think that some of the stuff it, like kind of not right next to the entrance to the restaurant, but near it of, of this elongated building. Um, some of that ornate carving that has built up over the years is like a destination spot for taking pictures. Like like the Disney walls, mm -hmm. where like you go and you stand in front of the purple wall and you take a picture. Like it's that. So like people who are wandering through this area will will come and be like, oh, that's it, that's the wall. And they'll they'll stop and they'll have a picture made. And we have to make clear that in this universe, pictures are images that uh, people with psychic powers summon onto like some kind of a surface. Yeah. So you've got like the psychic bug people that that we have uh, will just like focus on you really intensely. And it's almost impossible. If you are a tourist here, it is almost impossible not to get freaked out during this process <laughs> because they are so intense about how they stare at you when they are taking these mind images. 
And then it's like printed on, there's like a sheet of like thin metal or whatever. And you tilt the metal and then the picture pops up. Yeah. Like, like look, there's, there's one doing it now. He's looking at this couple that is like kind of sweating while he's there going. Yeah. <laughs> And then he finishes and he's like, that'll be five credits or whatever. <laughs> I, I always imagine that like... They've got a basket like for a, tips around their neck. A basket for tips, but they got a bag full of these like little metal slates. Yeah. And they like, they hit their foreheads with them and yes. they turn it around and it's there now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And really important. I love that the basket for tips is around the neck because you do kind of have to reach through mandibles just a little bit to like... To get there. Get there. Weddings are so awkward. <laughs> Prom, don't even think about it. And pornography like, is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a room full of these bug people going... Ignore me! I'm trying to stay in the moment! me! No, <laughs> nobody's been able to get the moving pictures yet. Like, no, we can't. They've tried. They've tried. They've tried. They've tried through this particular thing. Like, this is the only like physical media. I'm sure there's illusion magic that could do some shit, but like, mm-hmm. this is like hyper detailed 4K physical uh, media. That's amazing, and they're the only they're the only species that can do it. <laughs> yep. Brutal. Yeah, well, I think you need psychic powers. Psychic That's power. the rule it's, it's psychic we'll make, it's a psychic thing. Um, but but these these bugs are uh, really common around here. That's good. Oh, well, I think there was one more detail that we needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mel needs no. to know. Oh. Yeah. Is our building made of wood? Yes. How's it going to do? St- How's okay. it going to do what, Mel? Ask Mel. We'll figure it out, Mel. Okay. Have you seen Treasure this, Planet? Actually, actually, this is a good question. This is actually a really good question. So in Treasure Planet, they had this thing where they did the 70-30 rule. Uh, the 70-30 rule being it was 70% Treasure Planet time period, 1700s, age of piracy, and 30% sci-fi. Okay. Uh, so if we want to do the exact same thing or something similar to it, we can say, what is our 70%? Is our 70% like medieval England and then it's 30% sci-fi or is it like are we talking like a Regency era type thing like a Regency British thing are we talking like a like or are we talking like the 1980s like you know we choose like a 70% that we're doing and then we do the 30% being like this is science fiction I I don't even know that I want to like hold us like so hard into eras but like I do think the biggest thing is like pirate stuff that's got the okay. biggest slice and then we can pull stuff from all over because i got things i got things that i want to do okay uh then the last detail about this is that it has a rooftop garden nice yes yeah. yes that. very oh my very gosh. nice for this area too mm-hmm. and the petals on the flowers are neon That's how we make neon in this universe. There are thin glass tubes. You blend up uh, uh, like these flower petals and it's like a glow stick, you know? I love it. So, yeah, we've got these gorgeous neon flowers overhead. As we can see uh, on the ring above uh, the glowing ball that is the sun for this city, as of yet unnamed is starting to descend behind the buildings uh, as, you know, we're entering like later in the year where the sun is setting earlier. And we see trudging down the sidewalk, two figures 
walking together. Crestfallen, frazzled, like they've had a very long day. I would like for you to describe to me Ty and Petronella being aware that you were describing them right after they have been fired. My, my first thought was from where? <laughs> That's a good question, from so, where? So when we were in session zero, one of the things that I had mentioned was that we were valets for a little while. Yeah. So it could either be okay. that or uh, I was thinking it could be like like a key and peel, like we're at the front door of a building talking about Liam's niece and, yeah. and the Batman and you know all the, all the weird stuff. So where are there door people? Or valet, or you know what? I think they were also valets, weren't they? I think they? they might have also been valets. They were valets. They were valets. That's good. They were, yeah, yes. you got to be bouncers. They've, they've done both. Yeah, uh, but I, I kind of enjoyed the idea of valet. Like we've, we have these people's space. Yeah, uh, whips. As yeah, the kids say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we've been fired. Great. My question is, my first question is, how long have you had this job? <laughs> like a month. Yeah. Great. Great. Um, Ty, I would like for you to roll an int check for me. How? 17. Holy much. So that's an 18. Yeah, bud. You were fired because you were upholding your paladin's code. I'm so sorry. So yeah, they're, they're like... I want to know what conflicted with your oath. I have to look up my oath. Okay. In the meantime. Yeah. Describe Petronella physically. Petronella Genevette Annapolis Capaldi Drusa is seven feet tall, broad shouldered, very muscular, uh, and curvy. She is by some standards, a lot of woman. Um, she has, a big round snout is the wrong word maw I would say uh, with she calls it a snout the stub yeah this is yeah but with it's the, my snout the, the stubs of tusks peeking out when she talks and little flappy ears on the top of her head and you know kind of big luminous liquid bluish brownish grayish eyes and her skin is rubbery and thick and uh brownish gray in color um and her hair is dark brown kind of short kind of wild not quite in the shape of a coxcomb but we're like on the way there Mm -hmm. if she were to style it it probably would look more like a coxcomb but it's it's unstyled because she is herself a little rough around the edges. I think we're still wearing the valet uniforms. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So there's like a, an asymmetrical tunic in like gray with a big crimson stripe. It looks like a marching band uniform. Yes. Right? Yes. Lots very of crisp, Very crisp shoulders, asymmetrical tunic length with trousers with a stripe down the side. Very, very crisp. Very pressed. Um, can you, for me, roll a wisdom check for Petronella? 14. Okay. You were fired for defending your friend 
Um, so we will hear the reason that mm-hmm. Ty mm-hmm. got fired in a second. And you managed to hold yourself back from doing something that you definitely would have regretted a lot more. But you did still have an outburst that got you fired. Um, we're going to cut over to Ty. Hun, I would like you to describe what Ty looks like and then describe for me what what you did to get fired. So um, Ty is a plasmoid and he is a like pastel blue, almost violet, um, very light in color. He holds the shape of a human man, but um, tries to create like gloopy, tangled hair on his head just for fun when he's not hanging out with his huggy boy. He, Gen 1 Huggy Boy. Gen 1 G Huggy Boy. Huggy Boy. At work. Yeah, no. Work. We, I only really wear it at home because now everybody's just like, ugh, Huggy Boy. Right. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, Ty has on some uh, light armor, generally speaking. Because Ty is a plasmoid, everything just kind of sticks to him. He doesn't have what I would call cohesive clothing. He just takes the parts of things that he likes and sticks them, and they just kind of gloop onto his body. Um, uh, so nothing is particularly interconnected, but he does have the sickest pair of high heel boots that you've ever seen. Does he still have the skull? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Silly me. Um, inside of Ty, being a paladin, uh, he has a sigil of what is it called a patron oh, oh, uh, so so uh, this is a piece of reliquy yes um, a piece yeah, of reliquy yeah. thank you um and it is a skull um that has like some writing some symbols and a couple of jewels on it looks pretty cool uh but he keeps it inside his goop so inside so of his face to look at, yeah know? so mm-hmm. you can look him in the eyes but there's no eyes it's just an empty skull it's pretty great uh and loves it how did Ty get fired? <laughs> uh, one of the parts of his oath as a paladin is to fight corruption. Uh, I think a particular individual known for their um, tendency to launder money and take part in various political schemes tried to park their whip. And uh, Ty probably had some very choice words for this bro. Yeah. So... Time mouths off to this client in front of your boss. Mm-hmm. What do you do in response? My first thought is I think I try to redirect and distract the boss, which does not work well because the boss has already taken notice of this happening to oh. this high profile client. Yeah, so you're like putting yourself in between trying to distract the boss, which is just irritating him because he's trying to go over and stop what's happening. It's that thing that happens in like a teen comedy where they're like, you know, but sir, this thing happened and oh, I think my leg hurts. Can you look at it? I I think I need to go to the school nurse. Like it's like excuse, 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 excuse to the point where there's no way the boss is believing anything that's coming out of my mouth. And... He tries to get past me physically, and I physically stop him. And smash cut to here. You are both home now. You are in front of this building next to each other. And I'm going to say, in the long walk from work, you have not said a word 
to each other. I think Ty uh, goes ahead and takes off their vest, but instead of taking it off like a normal person, they just kind of grab it. It slides through the gloop of their body and lands on the ground. Just a little slurp. slurp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ty. Yeah. You know we have to give these uniforms back. Uh, what are they going to do if we don't? I don't know, but we're already in debt. We've got to give them back. Ugh. Ty recalls his gloop and picks it up. Like, I feel like you could just put a foot over to it and slurp it up like spaghetti. Yeah, I just slurp it up inside him. It's just in my leg now. Like, the least we can do is just make this a clean break, right? It's not the end of the world, but we do have to tie up that loose end. Good pun, bro. As you say that, the door to, like, the apartments opens. You know, obviously, like, there's the the facade of the cafe and then, like, down a bit on the block is, like, where you would walk in to the apartment section. The door opens and at first it looks like no one is there. Then you scan your vision down and you can see a small gold automaton kind of at your feet. Um, and with how tall both of you are, like pretty very much at your feet. Now, there was a whole other thing that these things were uh, a day ago, but now it's different. So I'm going to ask, what is this automaton of? Oh, gosh, it can be anything. It can be now. anything. It is a tiny automaton. I think it's I think it's a ball. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's just a ball with a face. Uh, Great. And that like rolls about and sometimes little arms will come out. And, like, uh, yeah, I think things. it's got four like kind of like sharp looking legs. So oh, is it like Infinity Train? Yeah, it's 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 a little similar to Infinity Train. It's like it got some one one vibes to it, but like it's it. What you see is this ball that looks to be like completely solid. Um, that's how how tightly built it is. And then springing out are these four knife legs. Oh gosh, um, that spring out and uh, two like two of the knife legs like cycle around the body uh, and rummage through a compartment. And it pulls out an eight track tape that it like inserts into its face, and it says, "Good evening, tenants Petronella and Sklelor." I am here to remind you that your rent is partially paid or past due. Please surrender payment equivalent to 300 gold pieces by the end of the week or face forcible removal by authority. As a reminder, we do not accept Electrum pieces as it is not real money. Right. Bro, I told you. I go by Ty. I don't think you can update the records now. Apologies, Sklelor. Oh my god. Yeah. Sklelor was my father's name. <laughs> it's just going to be what it is, man. Um, right. Well, okay. So if we return the uniforms and we get our deposit back on that, that'll be what? 35, whatever. We see, we see Petronilla like holding the bridge of her nose. 
in a shot that is behind the automaton. And through that, we can see the evening light passing through Ty's leg, where we can see the uniform floating in goo currently. That we are depending on getting our deposit back on. Yeah, if we can get the deposit back on that, that's like 35 to 50, what do we say, credits? What was it? What was the money? Gold pieces. Um... If we go to the thrift store again, we might be able to get another 50. So that's 100. Roly, what, what's the total again? Roly, 300 gold pieces. Okay, well, that's a third of the way there. We're almost there. Ty, any ideas at all? Uh, oh, oh, I think I got some tips today. You got tipped. Yeah, before, uh, before you know, the problem came up. Um, yeah, the, and he's just, just kind of like, he, his entire torso just kind of like vibrates and jiggles and some money kind of like plops out of his chest onto the ground. Amazing. Thank you for your payment. You now owe the remaining cost of 293 gold pieces. Wow. Wow. Great. Amazing. Every little bit counts. Yeah. Uh, Roly disquietingly skitters up the wall and like walks up the stairway in like a spiral and disappears from view. We smash cut to inside the kitchen of the diner and the bottom of this place. Drew... I would like for you to describe to me your line of rabbit people. Like, they're kind of lined up, like, standing at attention right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, let me look up something very quickly, because I want to look up what is the Latin name for rabbit. It's lap, lapine, I think. We could um, either go Latin, could go Japanese, could could be like Usagi or, or Sagis. Sagis I, is cute. While he's looking this up, can I offer mm-hmm. as the name of the city, mm-hmm. because we started with a big old cauldron, yeah. Caldera? Caldera, baby! I like it. We're doing it! That feels good, spacey, elaborate fantasy. I'm ambulating here. Caldera! <laughs> city of dreams! What are they called? Usagon. Usagon, yeah, baby. Problem solving, collaboration. Uh, yeah. So there's a line of about five Usagon. Uh, they are lined up at attention. Uh, they are an eclectic group of. If you looked at them at, at first glance, you'd think this is a bunch of mercenaries. Uh, <laughs> they come in in ready. different shapes and sizes, but they're all roughly around three feet tall. So immediately uh, we are seeing the, the restaurant from... <laughs> We're seeing like over a counter. We just see a row of ears up. And uh, we, we look over the counter and there are these, these five, these five Usagon. And they are all uh, different shades, different colors. There's like a white one with the red eyes. There's like a black one. Um, a darker color with uh, there's they have earrings and what is would be tattoos for them like their fur is dyed in different colors and different things uh, but they're all dressed in kind of haphazardly created and makeshift and patched aprons and in this kind of slightly uniform for what this diner is 
they all stand at attention as from uh, from the uh, the kitchen side a door not the big door there is a big door there a small door at the bottom opens and out comes what looks to be their head chef uh their head chef he again is also like them in a haphazard apron that's been patched in a bunch of different places he's got knives on his belt like all of them do and uh, he's got like a green bandana pulled over like his head and around his ears uh, as they kind of stick up and back behind him, he's got gold rings in his ears he's got a scar across his chin and uh for some inexplicable reason only his left foot is dyed turquoise uh, as he comes on out his fur is kind of a brown color he's got lighter patches here and there and he comes out smoking a cigarette um that he he puts out on the wall and looks at everybody at the line and goes oh, looks like we're doing this fucking thing again yes chef thank you marty thank you so much it's my honor chef <laughs> so, there's marty he's the first one in line marty like looks like ex-military uh his fur is clean cut his uh he, his posture is immaculate and of all of them he looks like he's in the most the cleanest uh uniform he cooks things by the book he does literally um you gotta do the cooking by the book you gotta cook by the book he is our our meats grill and roasting uh chef all right marty uh i need you to be sure to um do what the customer asks when we cook the meat. Uh, uh, chef, even w- w- with substitution, chef? With substitution, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got to make sure that the customer is happy, right? The customer's got to be happy. Uh, the last couple of times, you've done what you thought was best, and I, I applaud that, man. I applaud it. I really do. And he kind of like thumps him on the shoulder. But we got to do, we got to do the order. All right. So yes, chef. All right. He is whole, he's fighting back tears. <laughs> all right. Hopscotch. Uh, the next one in line uh, is our, our veggie and soups and sauce chef. Al, your hopscotch. Uh, chef, ready to go, sir. Yeah. Uh, you will dress your chef as chef. <laughs> Chef, yes, chef. <laughs> I don't know. It feels really no, rigid, Marty, sir. Marty, Marty, we, we don't, we don't need to do that. We're, <laughs> we just got to get through another, another shift, my, my, my friend. Uh, I've watched too many good chefs die, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? Hopscotch looks at, at the head chef and is like, "Sir, he's been doing this all day. Like, it's, it's a little exhausting. It's just." Marty, when's the last time you slept, man? Formal. So formal. Can't sleep until it's over, chef. Today is important that we will decide why after we introduce all of our various rabbits. Various rabbit people. Uh, What does hopscotch look like? Hopscotch is uh, black and white. They're, they're, I think, a little on the plump side for an usagon. Not as wiry, perhaps, as the head chef is. Looks real soft. Real, real soft for... Like one of the eyes has a black patch over it, but there's black splashes all over a white furred body. And I think uh, they have a tick where the tip of one of their ears flops down 
while they talk. Cute. It's the right ear. Yep. Love it. I uh, love when you're doing the grilled and uh, the, the purees that you're doing right now. The grilled purees. Yes, thank you. Uh, that's really good right now. Um, it's it's kind of a hot item. Oh, uh, yeah. The soups are, are going really good as well. Those like carrot and, and tomato soups are really good. People are enjoying those. Um, just make sure that you uh, don't scorch Scorch them. Uh, they're a little bit burnt here and there. Like I can kind of taste it. Oh, okay. Uh, so just make sure you do, you keep doing that. All right. Hopscotch pulls out a, a a a digital pad of some kind and is taking notes, furiously taking notes and nodding, and the the right ear is twitching down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Good. 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 Uh, Mel, what is the name of this next one? I've been working on a voice in my head, because, and, but I haven't been working on a name. Well, st- give, we'll give us a voice and we'll give it a name. Yeah, we'll do it. Let's do it. Uh, what do you want, Jeff? Like a, like a Bugs Bunny motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Muggsy? Muggsy. Salvatore. 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 I like Salvatore. Salvatore. Caldera. City of Dreams. City of Dreams. The ominous tower. The greatest city in the world, diverse. <laughs> uh, Salvatore is our, our pastry chef. Good. Salvatore, uh, you're doing great on pies. Yeah. Great on desserts. Yeah. Doing just fine. Uh-huh. Um, the beet and potato sweet pie, that was a little weird. I'm going to just be honest with you. That was wow. a little strange. Wow. Uh, but you know, you know what? Try harder what? to not fuck up dessert. What? That's kind of an important thing at the diner. Pie is very important at the diner. Uh, so try to not fuck it up. Wow, do you guys? This, I'm under attack here. You hear this? I, I, we're all getting notes. That's like the whole thing. We're all getting. You, you will say notes. thank you, chef. You These notes suck. Oh. Thank you, Salvatore. Uh, yeah, whatever. This next one is the uh, <laughs> is Margosian. I'm sorry, what? Margosian. Marcosio? Marcosian. Marcosian. Uh, this one's our our brewer and our bartender. <laughs> And our wine connoisseur. Is he French? No. Uh, no, he's not. Wait, you, don't, you don't want that for us. <laughs> what is it? What does Salvatore look like? Yeah, what does Salvatore look like? Oh, uh, Salvatore, bit rough and tumble, definitely has a scar across one eye. Um, a little stringy, but pretty, like, muscular. Um, so, like, just thin, but, like, you can you can see the lines. Not... Yep, he obviously does not eat the not like a pet store rabbit, like no. a wild rabbit. Like a wild, yeah, like a stringy wild rabbit. So like Love grayish that. brown. Yeah. And what does Marcosian look like? Marcosian is a large rabbit. Um, and older too. He's got what would be like pitch black fur, except He's definitely like gray around the cheeks and muzzle. Um, and it's so patchy. He's covered like head to toe in scars. And he has, uh, uh, one of his, one of his arms is a hook and oh, one of his, 
<laughs> one of his feet is is like a wooden rabbit leg, so it's got like these spring contraptions and whatnot, and like it it thuds with like a clank, and like uh, there is sometimes like a little bit of like rusty iron screeching, like as that leg moves. Yes, chef. How's the leg treating you today, Marco? Yeah. It's what he says every day. All right. <laughs> how are we on wine and and liquor? How there's how? no wine. There, there's we I'm drunk sorry. through the wine. Who who did? Who and like he turns around like look at everybody. Who did? Is it? Who is it? it was it you? What? Why does everybody look at me all the time? God. Salvatore, was it you? Did you drink what? the wine or was it? It wasn't just me. It wasn't just, okay, then who else was it? Who else was it? I'm no snitch. Look, 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 everybody has been blowing off steam leading up to the event. But the kombucha has matured. Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) That sounds awful, but we're going to go with it. Uh, We're going to go with it. I don't think there's anything else we can do. I have looked over your menu. I have seen what you have prepared. Marcosian has faced the black and mist-wrought hell of the fell places. I can make a kombucha to match your menu, and I have chef. I feel like the lights in the room have gone down. <laughs> it's gotten dim in here. Uh, we see this. This the camera's got a fisheye lens on it now. <laughs> this Usagon. They're they're standing like almost like nose to nose, but Marcosian is so much bigger than him that this this uh, the head chef. They're almost like looking up. He's looking up at him and he goes, "All right, that's fine. As long as it just gets done, that's all I want today. Okay. Okay. Duh." I think we're going to change Marty's name to Sarge. Sarge! And last but not least in this line is Jessica. Uh, Of course she is. Jessica is our sous chef. Um, She is a... She's like a a strawberry blonde rabbit. Uh, She's got kind of lighter fur. Um, But she's, she's not as big as Marcosian, but she is... Like big and broad. She's like, she's got guns on her. Uh, she's obviously, obviously, while everyone else looks at least somewhat mercenary, she absolutely was at one point. Um, she's rough and tumble, like Salvatore is rough and tumble, but in the sense that, like, she's got scars. I, I actually you know think- how to use a blowgun, don't you? You just <laughs> put your lips together and blow. Stop! <laughs> You did name her Jessica Rabbit, so that's impossible to I, not. I know no, that, that's what we have. That's correct. That's who we have. Yeah, she's she's our femme fatale, and uh, with casting, and it was correct. Oh, I also think she's missing part of an ear. Oh. Uh, she is our sous chef, and she is also in charge of seafood. Hey, um. Jess, I just want to make sure that you got these yokels in line. How long have we known each other? Well, um, we've known each other since since we were 12, so long time. 
then you know that I've got them in line. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. You know, I'm just, I'm just paranoid like that. Uh, and I was, uh, I was going to save this surprise for later, but you're a lucky boy. How? Well, I think you've heard of nebula oysters, haven't you? Jess, you're not going to play my strings and tell me that you got nebula oysters and not actually had nebula oysters. It's- I was at the market today, and what should I see coming off one of the ships? A whole barrel full. Those are like three to five gold pieces of pop. How do you Unless get Unless you happen to have a thing or have had a thing at one point with one of the people unloading it, in which case, sometimes they just fall off the back of a ship. I'm not going to delve into that story. I'm going to accept it for what it is. And for the uh, gold piece in my pocket that it is, my dear Usagan. Yes, chef. Yeah, what's up? Yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you, chef. Thank you. Thank you, Sarge. Thank you, Sean. Oh, my gosh. And we can visibly see that this this head chef is like his hands are shaking a little bit. I'm going to go in, the, go in the, uh, the break room real quick. I'm going to go finish up the schedules. I want to finish prep for the event. And then we'll uh, we'll do this thing. Okay? Okay? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll try to make it not suck this Stations, time. everyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, Sarge. She, like, jumps out of her skin and then runs to her station. Thank you, Sarge. Can we... Can Sarge actually be younger? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Sarge, okay. Sarge is like young. Sarge is like the youngest of of these of these six. And well, second youngest. I feel like Alice is probably the hopscotch the is youngest. youngest. And mm-hmm. and then like, it's Sarge. Sarge is like only a little bit older, but like trying to play he's it like very he's, stressful. He stresses me out. Bad vibes. <laughs> As we turn around, uh, everyone runs off to their stations, and we're left with this this one heron god who goes into the break room again, big door, and opens a tiny door to go into it. And he goes over to like a mirror. There's a little basin with water. He kind of splashes his face when he looks at himself in the mirror and he goes, okay, Harker, this is it. I think we cut from there. All right. We cut outside the building as like it is, it has grown a bit darker and we can hear echoing through the streets, even with, with the hubbub of, of the living city around a loud and deep grinding sound somebody somebody hey um and a rock gets thrown up against one of the porthole windows and I'm just going to say smashes right through. <laughs> smashes right through. Are we up in our, our apartment at you this gotta point? You got to be. Yeah. So we're up in the apartment. We've like, we've changed clothes. Uh, I think Petey is, is furiously trying to press the uniforms so that we get our deposit back. Um, pressing the slime clean, out. Pressing the slime <laughs> out. And the, I think, yeah, that window which is already cracked and already dinged from other things, which will go unspoken of. It The rock shatters the glass and bounces 
off the back of Petey's thick-skinned head. And she stops, and she takes a breath, and she goes to the porthole and sticks her entire head out of it and goes, What? It pops out. Oh, hey, Petey! Hi! Hey! Oh, what? I need help. With what? With this. And he turns around, and there is a massive crate that is, like, covered in chains all around that he has been dragging down the sidewalk. You can see long lines of scraped up concrete behind him where he has been, like, pushing and pulling this thing from God knows where for God knows how long. Did you describe this person? This person is a small, uh, like, dark, like, gray, almost black, uh, dragonling creature. It's got, uh, the, the classic pointed nose and little claws, uh, uh, a mantle of like tiny horns on his head. His eyes glow with like a kind of like dark and, and, and fiery orange that is like almost neon in the night. Uh, his scales are covered in little, little uh, white, like off-white spots. And he is wearing uh, around his neck like a little spiked collar. Um, he's got a graphic tee and cargo shorts on. He also wears across his back a katana. Mm. Is, is it a him-sized katana or like a regular katana? It's a regular-sized katana. Great. So it's like a him-sized... What's the big katana? Oh, it's an yeah. odachi. Odachi, yeah. yeah. Yeah, great. Petey, Petey doesn't move for a moment. Her eyes roll back into her skull, and then she takes another breath. What is that? It is... My future career, or I should say the future of my career. Again, I have no idea what you're talking about. What's the one thing I've been missing? Our entire relationship. What's the one one thing thing I've been missing? One thing? A sense of self-awareness, maybe? I like the idea that even with Petey's head, like, shoved through the window very tightly, that you could, like, ooze your head through. Oh, yeah. I, I just kind of, like, ooze out yeah. next to Petey and just, like, can can I have an idea of what might be in that crate? I want to hazard a guess. Roll a d20. Yeah. yeah. Nine, you're close, but not right. So do you have a direction you want this to go? What, what could this be a- is like trashy. This is like kind of like modern gamer trashy. And it's huge. This is so much bigger than him. And it's in this massive crate covered in chains. And it's okay. You can say anything because you can be wrong about it. I know. I know. I'm trying to come up with something good. Oh, dude, is that the new V3.86965 VR from uh, Trash Corp? Okay, what's the other thing that I'm missing? I mean, I already said self-awareness, but we're ignoring that. So is it energy drinks? No, I have energy drinks. They were bad, though. It's a gamer chair. Oh, my God. A chair designed for gaming. 
You can game in any chat. No. Yes. What? That looks way too big for you, bro. Yeah. Look, look, look. This sounds like somebody. Uh, this is the opinion of somebody who's got like a dozen followers at most. Right. So, what do you want help with? I would like help moving this upstairs. To where? Well, uh, the attic. You live in a crawl space. Yes, but it connects to the attic. And you want to put it in the attic? Yes, I want to put it in the attic where the rest of my streaming rig is. Is the attic tall enough for that chair? I don't it know. Looks I don't know. It's smaller than the box. Exactly. The box is larger than yeah. the thing, obviously. Why didn't you take it out of the box? Yeah. Wait, take it out and look, look at the street get all over it and the grime okay. and the dirt. So you need our help to move. The, I just like, got this. You need our help to move that crate upstairs. Yes. Yes. What are you going to give us for doing it? I don't know, like 50 gold. Really? Yeah. 75. <laughs> okay. okay. You know what? You know what? Let me come down. Let me just see. So should yeah, I, I have to head point, back through? I think like. So I imagine that this much commotion on the street has to be gathering some sort of attention. I think there are trash goblins, like in, like not goblins, gremlins, trash gremlins in the shadows that are like, what, what is that? That is a person? That is a person with something too big that I can, we can take. Trash gremlins are evolved from raccoons. Correct. Oh, absolutely. They are. They They're are. just raccoons. Yeah. Well, they've eaten magical trash. Yes. And so they have like, it's like there is a spectrum, a slider that is between gremlins from the movie Gremlins and raccoons. raccoons and they're yeah. on that spectrum <laughs> yeah, on that somewhere yeah. along there. But yeah, like they're large, reflective eyes are in in the shadows recognizing somebody who uh, cannot lift this thing and take it much further uh, and is currently in distress and something they can take. Hey, 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 he draws, he draws <laughs> the, the, katana. the katana and like waves it around. Why well, you've been fucking in the trash. I've studied the blade. <laughs> uh, there's definitely like, like in the, in the shadows of the Get out of here. Get out of here. Move around, but they're like hey. starting to move over hey. to the other side. Uh, while, while Petey moves down the stairs, Ty just kind of, oozes out the window and plops onto the street. <laughs> oh, like just slides yeah, Like just, Alex Mack? Just slimes yes. down the side of the building, yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it. Absolutely a power that you have. I think the front door bangs open and Petey walks out. <laughs> hey, back off! <laughs> one, one absolutely latches onto your leg and like tries to like bite you. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and then she, uh, she lifts the leg and then flicks it like a bug. Sack, as as he is called, uh, now that the threat has like dissolved itself, trying to fit the end of his katana back into the sheath because uh, it is so large for him <laughs> that his arms can barely spread out long enough. <laughs> Petey walks over and like one-handed helps him put it back into the sheath while she's looking at the, the crate. Where did you even get this? It was a gift. Insight. <laughs> That's an eight, actually. Not great. Uh, Sack gets gifts fairly often. 
it's uh, one of the things that is a little annoying about Sack, uh, especially because he gets gifts. The deliveries come to your apartment and get delivered inside your apartment. And sometimes there's like a little pile of boxes for Sack. Um, and the gifts come from his patrons and his patrons are demons. They're imps. So uh, they deliver some stuff that like sometimes it's wriggling, you know, like you don't want it hanging out in your apartment. But technically, the entrance to his place is through your apartment. Okay, a gift. But like, why didn't it get delivered? Why did you have to carry it? Well, it I, I had to pick it up from the center. Look at it. It's huge. It's big for you. Well, and I think Petey sort of grabs the sides of it and tests it. I mean, it's kind of heavy. Tight slurps over to the other side. Yeah, 100 gold. I think we can get it upstairs. 100 gold? Fif- 50 each, bro. Come on. Right. Because otherwise I could just pick it up and she does and just take it back to the center. No, 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 no. Fine, 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 all the way here. Fine. Fine. Great. Fine. 50 gold each. Just take it up. Help me unpack it and set it up. Fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're not streaming it, though. Well, 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 well hold on. Hold on. You're, <laughs> where I'm actually knocking something off the price if I can't unbox my gamer chair. Can you do that thing where you blur our faces out? I can. Okay, then do that. I don't want to be on the stream. I don't want to be on the oh, stream, oh. Zach. I can blur my own face. And then Ty just kind of like <laughs> vibrates. Vibrates. <laughs> like, great. Yeah, fine. Great for you. I don't want to be on the stream, Zach. Okay? Sure, 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 sure. Not on the stream. Fine. What's up, Nether Regions? I fucking right, what, what is you holding up? Like, <laughs> um, okay. It has to be weird. Um, like an object that he is casting through? I think it looks like a very sick rat. Um, and he's explained many times, there's nothing wrong with the rat. That's just how these rats look. <laughs> it's constantly like oozing from its nose. Oh, God. And like every time like the stream starts or stops it like coughs or sneezes um, and its eyes are way too big for its head and they like glow red and the pupils kind of like wobble and vibrate like you know Hypnotoad from Mm -hmm. Futurama it's got like a little bit of that effect in the eyes Um, and if you look into them you will see into hell so it's not advisable to look directly into the eyes can can I I offer a a tidbit Uh, what if the tail wraps around your forearm oh yeah like possum style for sure so it's like on there and you have to like get it off yeah, I mean, if you're square, you get it off. I love it. It's wearable tech. He just wears it all the time. Oh, my yeah, gosh. You look okay. really cool right now. You know, I can get texts on this thing. So it's cool. It's like chitter. It will chitter things every once in a while. How many steps did you do today? Because I know how many steps I did today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When it, it does talk, and it talks in the screams of the damned. 
<laughs> and like to you, it's incomprehensible screaming of like people who have been condemned to the beyond. But Sack seems to understand to get information from it. I hate this. I really hate this. Yeah, it kind of like goes against my code to like, you know, see the damned and all that. Does it? Well, I yeah, thought you Paladin all, and like, all that. You can go your own way or whatever. Yeah, I guess so. Paladin. Like overall, Paladins are more like the healing. Well, I mean, they're the damned. They are there for, for a reason, reason. or they so. made a bad deal. I guess that is their problem. It's sort of a gray area. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, if you're a, 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 a prison abolitionist, then I could see having a problem with this. But, I, you know, we've been doing eternal damnation for a long, a long time. time. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. why break the street? It's not really our job to decide. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay, let's get this thing upstairs. Yeah. So I think they take it upstairs and yeah, uh, unbox it in the attic. We cut back to. Um, did you say an office of the bathroom that you? Would oh, like it was a. Into? It's the break room. The break room. Uh, there is a knock at the. Uh, it, well, like restaurants, do they usually have break rooms? Oh, that's, yeah, there's got to be something back there for people to. That's not a walk-in cooler. Okay. Okay. And if not, Harker made sure that there was one. I like that. I like that. So yeah, um, there, there's a knock at the door. Uh, we see Harker. He is he's he's got there's like a chalkboard and he's writing out like the schedule for like what he's expecting for tonight. He's scratching his fur on his face and goes, "Yeah, yeah, come in. It's a big night. How we feeling? I'm doing fine, Jessica. Doing doing just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Is everything everything ready? Everything good? Everything's ready. Okay. Everything's been ready for weeks. All right. All right." It's gonna be good. I know it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good. You know that it's gonna be. I. I am. I'm. I'm like eighty five percent sure that it's gonna be good, which is pretty high for me. Um, but it's. I'm just gonna tell myself it's. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good. And when it's done, we're gonna have enough money, and we're gonna sell the diner. That's the plan. That's the plan. And we will get off this fucking rock. I know you want to sell the diner. I just think there are other ways to go about it. We, we don't have to do it this way. And I wanted to give you one more opportunity. Everybody is down to work so hard. We're going to work so hard tonight. Yeah. But we've been here. How long's it been, Harker? Humor me. Eight years. Eight years. People love this place. People love what you've done with this place. Okay. Okay. All right. I will. I'll, I'll rethink it. I'll rethink it. I'll, I'll. Don't rethink everything. Don't rethink everything. Just tonight, what I want you to do when you're putting on this big show, when you're revealing this big new menu, I want you to think about what you're doing. Notice that people like you. Notice that you're a success. In some ways, it doesn't need to be all the ways all at once right away. I can't. I can't do that. Uh, it. No, 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 no. no. I'll try. I'll try. I, I can. I can. And he like punches the wall. I can do it. I can do it. It's fine. 
It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Okay. Drew, I need you to roll a dinner preparation dexterity saving throw. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, was it bad? That was a two. Um, a total of six. Total of six? I thought your dex save was eight. Oh, it's a, oh, you, it's a save. Yeah, I'm so dex sorry. saving. I just rolled a dex. Uh, dex save. Here we go. All right, let's try that again. That's much better. That's a 17. 17. Okay. 17 is good. That means this kitchen is operating near peak efficiency. Uh, Parker, someone who has worked in this business as long as you, who has run as many kitchens as you have run, knows that there are areas for improvement. But this team is working so much better than they have in the past. Uh, you have a unique setup here at uh, the Lucky Finn. Part of that unique setup is you are one of the few kitchens where the chef, the chefs are actually the wait staff also. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's having, having a team of Usagons, they're pretty quick. Um, so they can manage these materials. And you've organized their preparation down to a near perfect science. There are flaws, there are holes, but you're so, so very close. Everything is going really well, but Drew, you did roll poorly to start. Yeah. And I do have to honor that in some way. So we'll call that a luck roll. Okay. And what that is going to come up as is I think Jessica goes to flip the closed to open as there is a long line of people that is formed up uh, and they have inadvertently, they thought the scrape marks along the sidewalk were some kind of line that is like preparing people to enter the restaurant. So they have lined up on like this really haphazard and winding line that is along those scrape marks uh, to open and people start flooding in and uh, then we hear click, 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 click. Click, click. What is that? What does that sound? Boss, we have problem. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming in. Please come on in. Take your seats. Thank you so much. Marco, Marco, what is it? What is Marco? What are you? The, 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 the gas. She is not. I'm, I am, I beg your pardon. Are you telling me? Are you telling me there's no way to light the stoves? Uh, uh, chef, uh, uh, the, the, the fryer, uh, is not taking power either. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. No, thank you. No, you, no. Good to see you. It is so good to see you, William. Chef. Uh, sit down. Thank, thank chef. you. Chef. The, the blenders won't turn on. Is there no power? The is blenders there no, won't turn is on. Is there no power? How chef. am I supposed to puree without the blenders? Chef, 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 chef. Hey, look, I know you told me not to fuck up. The uh, uh, desserts, but like the puff pastry, it won't. Pu fuck, <laughs> I'm doing both. <laughs> uh, the pastry won't puff up. The puff pastry won't puff. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, okay. of course the puff pastry won't puff up. There is no heat to make it puff. Everyone in the kitchen. These these <laughs> 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 their ears, yeah. <laughs> the door cut. 
The door like closes on all these cotton tails that pop through. <laughs> Everything was fine. Everything was fine. We tested it. We checked it. We 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 had the breakfast. So run. you're saying there's no magical energy running through the kitchen? I guess. I'm not Is it a brownout? Is it a blackout? Is the rest of the the neighborhood like looks outside and there's the neon? We always see like pulls a, a, a blind. It's neon is working <laughs> fine. It says in neon. <laughs> yep. Invest in neon. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Continue to prep. Uh, We can at least get the hors d'oeuvres out. Most of those are not cooked. So let's make sure that we we get them the fresh greens and the salads. Get those out to them. Yes, chef! Thank you, Sarge. And I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Oh, fuck. Um, I'll figure this out. The dragon wing. This is his area, no? This is why they allow him to stay between our walls, wriggling like some unseen fell thing from the place of shadows and mist. Hopscotch's ear is twitching uncontrollably. Can we not use the word wriggling? What is his name? Is it Scratch? Is it Scrunch? What is it? Zachary. Zachary? Zachary. Zachary. Like the vessel. Oh my gosh. Okay. 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 I'm going to go have a talk with them. And we see him go over and, like, just grab, like, a chef's knife and, like, put it in his sleeve. And he's like, and I'll take care of it one way or another. Keep going. Keep going. He, like, goes, he goes, he opens the door. And the moment he opens the door, people turn to, like, look. And he's like, hi, hi everyone. Hello. Please sit down. Uh, we'll be getting you uh, some hors d'oeuvres. Excuse me, some hors d'oeuvres and uh, a, a nice salad, and we will have your drinks out for you. Please, if you have drink orders, please um, put them into the pneumatic tubes. They will come straight to us. Thank you so much. And uh, we're going to take care of this. This is great. Uh, he's saying this whole thing as he's going across the restaurant or the diner and begins to go up the staircase that goes up to the next level. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. He's like, his face is down there. And uh, we hope you enjoy your time here at the Lucky Finn. The fuck is he? And he like heads down the hall uh, to go and find uh, your room where there's suddenly a. It's a light. It's a light tap. I mean, we're in the attic setting up the gamer chair, right? Yep. Yeah. If they're not here, where are they? Okay. And he's like, there's only one other place. And he like goes to the next one and then goes upstairs one more time to go to where there is like a little attic crawl space that's literally between this level and like the top deck. I think there is enough space to stand oh, up absolutely. here. This is also the machine room mm, uh, for, yeah. for this place. So, like, yeah, it, but it is roof access. You yeah. go up to the roof and then, like, you, and you open a hatch. It's literally there. the engine room. But yeah. There's, you know, there's no need for it. So he goes and it's this little, it's this crawl space where he gets up there, gets to the door, and is like, Jeff! What? Uh, it's probably one of the pipes. They've been doing that all That's lot. not a pipe. I'm not a pipe. Ty, get the door. I'm outside. Petey's got like got got like a wrench out and putting putting the things together. Ty is holding something up currently, but goops an arm, stretches it out, and like opens, grabs the the door latch and pulls it open. And we you see uh, an an Usagon standing there like with a chef's knife, going, "Where is he? Where is he? Okay, there is no power in the building. 
I mean, there's power up here. What? Is there? I mean, yeah, the lights are off right now, but we're unboxing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Try turning on the light. Go ahead. Try turning it on. Ty? Ty stretches another arm out, flips a switch. Nothing. What? And we, we like, uh, Sack is on the other side of the box. And the thing about these chairs is the way they pack them is just beautiful. On, on, like, look at these chains. You know, the, you, you don't get this for your standard chair. You get an office chair. You get, you get a, a patio chair. You get any kind of chair. It's just, it's not going to look like this. It's not going to look quality. Not going to look exciting. So I think I, I have think, a restaurant to run. I think, I think, I think, I think Petey drops the wrench and then. In like we're seeing the like the camcorder view yes. that that his that Sack's patrons are seeing, and there's this enormous hand that comes into the frame and grabs, grabs Sack's Sack by the face. By the like, face. <gasps> what happened to the power, Sack? What? Do you, what? I don't know. I the don't know. The building's out. It's an old place. Sometimes the power goes out. Fix it. What do you have plugged in up here? And and he like he's rooting around trying hey, to find. Hey, hey, stay away from my rake. Away from my break. Back off, back off, Sack, there is an entire restaurant downstairs. There's multiple apartments in the building. Fix it. Oh my gosh. Fine. Uh, ugh. Hang on. Uh hey gamers. Don't worry. Don't 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 hit that dial. We're just gonna take a quick bio break. But we'll be right back. With Sack. Oh, no. oh, I hate that. That's real bad. <laughs> Sack like <laughs> squeezes the rat, the rat like uh, uh, around like the neck, and its eyes like bulge. Like you know that little yeah. like little squeezy toy where like their yeah. eyes and it does it does that thing, and then it like coughs with the cough of like a, a, a forty year smoker, and it deactivates. It looks kind of out of it. It's like that's healthy for it. I swear. Um. All right, let's see what we got here, folks. I'm going to roll an Arcana. Sack grabs a little tool kit uh, that, that's hung up on the wall, and he crawls around the device. Like, just sort of like, th there are a bunch of things that, like, look kind of similar to boilers and, um, like, kind of like halfway between, like, an old school like furnace and a mad scientist laboratory. There are vacuum tubes there. Like it's all just like archaic technology. There are Tesla coils. There are also like bands and like spirals and wires and whatnot. He crawls around and inside the thing and like connects one tube to another, pulls out a bulb, throws it against a wall. It shatters. He'll like go, hey, hey, hand me the, the the box of bulbs and like which one? Where where is it? Any box, anywhere. Uh, Harker opens a box. It's it's not the the bulbs. What is it? Erotica. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I didn't. Okay, I didn't. Oh, that it was lizardy. Okay, uh, that's a lot of scales. Yeah, that's not just any box, Zach. Okay. Then look out, look for, do you want this done quickly or not? Look around. Oh, fine, Use your fine, eyes. Fine, fine. I'm going to make an investigation. <laughs> uh, the next box you open is just spring snakes and they all just <laughs> bounce out. 
Why do you even have these? But they're alive. Yes. It's a 14. 14. You got the spring snakes box. You open one that like looks like it's got some scarves or whatnot packing it in. So you pull out and it's just like a long unending string of scarves. Were you into close up magic for a while? It was, a, it was a gimmick that I was working on. I, I swear, it's in that area. If you're there, you're getting close. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, here, here. Here's a bolt. Take it. Yeah. Um, he plugs that in, and this, like, neon turquoise energy, like, starts crackling up around this thing. And then everything whirs to life with, like, a kaleidoscopic neon hum. Is that normal? I've never been up here. Is that normal? I mean, define normal. Okay, that's good enough for me. We, we cut down to the kitchen and we can see uh, from the, the stove, like a uh, flare to life and singe the hairs on uh, on Marcosian. There is like a silent like, yes, you, you could do it, chef. Um, For Sarge. As, as uh, the bunnies uh, begin to cook. My pastry, it's puffing. <laughs> And Drew, I am gonna need you to to roll a, a another deck save. Okay, let's do it. It's a twenty-seven. This is art. It has been throughout your career. Uh, you have found that in moments of chaos, there is an eye to the storm. And what a real head chef's job is, is to hold that eye over the restaurant for as long as doors are open mm. and keep the edges of the storm contained within the kitchen. There can be chaos. There can be blood. There can be death. But those who dine will never know that world. That is a chef's honor and privilege. And this night is no exception. In fact, this night, this night, I, I should actually say, is an exception because it is exceptional. Everything goes perfectly. There is not an order skipped. There is not a plating that is disturbed as your staff rushes back between the kitchen and their tables. Everyone around you, diners of all sort, all stripes and species are enjoying what for them will be one of the greatest meals of their lives. We cut upstairs to Petey and Ty. Uh, the gamer chair unpacked. Sack has rushed you out of his area so that he can start up his stream. And I feel like you two are left in the common area because there is a common area um, uh, that is kind of like out in the public. There are like these sofas and whatnot uh, set up and you are like looking at new jobs. What yes. is that process? What is a job search? I think one of us has some some kind of digital device, like a like a, a tablet or something that we're scrolling things on, and the other one has a literal newspaper. Because I think there's both. If Ty touches a newspaper, I think it just turns to goop. 
Or it does the silly putty thing, which is I very do funny. do the silly putty That's thing. so good. That, yeah. you, that Ty is looking at the newspaper and doing the silly putty and then showing the silly putty goop to... For those of you who don't know, kids, uh, back in the day when our parents <laughs> oh, no. would read the newspaper all the time... We used to have these things called newspapers. Newspaper. So, That's first where of we all, need to start. paper with a printing press... Um, but Silly Putty, the old toy, uh, it's like chewing gum, but you can't eat it. Um, you can put it on newsprint, and the way newsprint is printed, it will, like, like copy onto... Yeah, it'll copy onto the Silly Putty. So that's what Ty's doing here with different ads yeah. for jobs, and Petey is glancing at them. And, and the then occasional t- Garfield. And the, the occasional, occasional Gar- Cosmic Garfield. Cosmic Garfield, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Sparfield, Space Garfield. Mm-hmm. Um that uh, that PD is glancing, barely glancing at and turning down every time. Mm-hmm. That they're just these jobs. They're either not good jobs or they're absurd. We would never get picked for that. Oh yeah, some of them are definitely jokes. Ty, we can't be shoe salesmen. Why not? You don't wear shoes. Yeah, I do. I got boots. They're they're not even. No, no, no. I can wear literally any size. Fine, you do that then. But, but how much is it going to be? Minimum wage? Again? Yeah. But discounts on shoes. The, the ad literally says, minimum wage. Again. <laughs> discounts, <laughs> discounts on, on shoes. shoes. Yeah. Ty, the last thing you need is to become addicted to shoe collecting. I mean, you're right. I Your entire to... paycheck will go back into the store and it won't mean anything. I've already got the best pair of shoes. We need a real job, Ty. A real one. Something that's going to get us out of here, out of debt, and get us back on the road. I I mean, I feel like we can't just stay here and expect things to change. Nothing's changing. And you turn the page in the newspaper, and you see a familiar face. Oh, my God. Look. What? It's her. Ladies and gentlemen. And I think it's a picture. It's a big picture. Oh, I know what it is. It's (laughs) it's an ad that's been taken out to announce a wedding. And in this picture are. uh, uh, Let's see. Looking for names. Well, I'm trying to figure out who they are first. She is a space elf. Of some kind. Spell. It's a humanoid woman with pointed ears and like long, lustrous hair. Ooh, make her skin different colored though, so. So she's got like. Bubblegum pink. I was going to yeah. say rosy pink skin and like dark, dark purple hair. And she is on the arm. She's wearing a, a really nice dress, very expensive. And she's on the arm of an expensive looking man who has horns growing out of his forehead and he is depicted in like a really nice tailored suit and his skin is super kind of like turquoise yeah like a like a bright turquoise and his hair is like super dark blue they're smiling their teeth are very white his are a little pointed they're standing on the steps of a very expensive looking Space mansion. Spansion. And the caption reads, 
It's you a space caption. It's a spaption. Now that's just it's a space, space news. It's a, a space newspaper. A, a space newspaper. It's called this newspaper. Newspaper. Um, the caption basically announces the upcoming nuptial ceremony to celebrate. These two people. <laughs> we, we have to stop. Have to stop. Oh. Uh, so we need names for these people. Diora. Oh Diora's yeah. Fucking good pull. Diora and Robert. <laughs> In the paper, it's Robert. Yeah, yeah, it's Robert. Robert. Yeah, Robert. Are they both people we know, or just Diora? Yeah, is this the couple? Or is this the prodigy? This is the couple. Uh, so it's it announces the upcoming nuptials of renowned uh, intergalactic heroes and adventurers. adventurers, Diora Marguerite and Robert von Gruber. Uh, Robert. Robert von Gruber, who met and fell in love in the same adventuring party, uh, none of whom the other members are named in this article, and how excited the press is to see two of their favorite adventurers finally together. What is their ship name? What is their like their their celebrity combo ship name? Diora and Robert. Dior Bear. Riora. Riora is really terrible. Riora. And I love it. Riora. Yeah. It's Riora, yeah. It's good. And it's it's basically like a, a wedding announcement, but that's also it like f- dissolves into like out of the formal language and into the press just gushing over their favorite adventuring couple. So successful, nothing but each other, blah, blah, blah. Oh, they absolutely like give anecdotes from the adventures. Yeah. But it's only them. They but it's just them. Well, they, they'll mention the prodigy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just them, too. and and like the like yeah, like the interviewer like indicates that it was just them against the world, and Diora's like, please no, it, we would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge our our colleague who we worked with for some time, and that's that would be the prodigy. Uh, Ty puts a goopy finger over the image and uses their goo fiber to reorganize the ink so that yes. they have mustaches. That's great. Oh, I, it, like it's like funhouse mirror stuff that you yeah. can do. You're with stretching it. them, yeah. You, yeah. and you can make them talk. Yes. Oh, I'm so pretty. I married this fucking guy we picked up on the road and I ended up the following us around. <laughs> yeah, he's literally the prince that they saved uh. that we saved a while ago. And he joined the party, I think, as like a But we didn't know he was a secret prince. Yeah, he was a secret prince. Yeah. Yeah. Shitty prince. A space prince. Yeah. Or a sprince. Can we? Sprince. Sprince is good. He's a sprint. Sprince is actually good, though. I love to say it. A sprince and a princess. Oh, God. That means. That means she's royalty now. Fucking gross. I can't. Oh, I can't believe. I can't believe they're gonna mention fucking Dumbo, but not us. It's rude, honestly. It's not like it's not like it was a big party to begin with. It was just like a couple of us, but we were, in fact, there. Also, like you know, we may not have played the biggest role in the group, but like 
We helped. Fucking regardless, we were there. We bled with them. We carried their shit. We resurrected them at least once. At least once. A li- may- a- Maybe fucking twice. Hell. I don't know. I don't remember. I've blocked out a lot because I'm so angry. Clearly, so have they. This is fucking abhorrent is what it is. Inconsiderate. I mean, it's not like... It's not like they don't owe us anything. I mean, they do. Like, if if we could get in touch with them, maybe they would pay off their debts and we could be even, but... God, what is the total up to now? I have it written down, but... You know what I mean? Like, the least they could do is say thank you. The least they could do is give us a shout-out. The least they could do is see if we're fucking alive still. We cut upstairs, where the gamer chair has been completely unboxed. Uh, we can see packing materials completely around this room that, that has, you know, this strange magical engine in it. There is arcane energy sparking across the room, like lightning bolts are fall- like, it's like the inside of that ball that you put your hand on, uh, yeah, and, like the arcs ball. of plasma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will, the, like, those cling to it. Yeah. So yeah. Like, <laughs> it's the inside of one of those. Oh, that's God. happening. Do children know what Spencer's is? Children back in the day, <laughs> shopping mall. <laughs> there was, it was a, place. a store full of crap. Like none of Absolute it was good. garbage. 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 Over the hill party. They sold kind of you stuff. garbage and they made it look so cool. Funny things and funny is in quotes. But if you went to the back of the store, there dildos. was sex stuff. Sex stuff. <laughs> Bad sex stuff. Not even useful or educational in any way. Just haha funny garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh so like uh Sack is like has these gigantic uh plugs that he's like puts together, they go chunk 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 and then neon lights explode out of this garish chair that has like a complimentary kind of aubergine uh, coloration to it that matches perfectly with the the dark blacks and grays of Saks coloration. Oh, can we say that it changes colors? Yes. Well, so, it's it's gamer, oh, yeah. so it will change colors with the neon I meant lights. I to fit him. Oh yeah. Well. Okay, yeah. So, so there's this enormous manual that comes with it that is like this tome. Sack tosses that aside and pulls out like the quick start instructions, which are much larger <laughs> oh than him. Gosh. He puts those down. Okay. And to attune to it, I just gotta touch it. And Sack feels in his hand like pins and needles kind of like explode over his whole body. It's not painful. But it feels weird. It's like my whole life is electricity. I can taste sounds. Yes. All right. Well, uh, the quick start guide says I need to give it a good 30 minutes to a tune, which means it's time for a sack prank. And folks, I've got a good one. I've got two roommates downstairs that received a very important thing in the mail a couple months ago. And uh, he holds up this 
beautiful filigreed envelope that is lined with gold um, and has gorgeous ink on it. Now, what they don't know is uh, I might have rifled through the mail a little bit when some of it got mixed in with my packages and I've already responded for them. Uh, so I'm about to reveal that they got RSVP'd. Um, (laughs) dives into the, uh, ventilation system, clanks down through like these narrow pipes. They're extremely narrow pipes, but he has like a very live body. Like the thing about dragonlings is they can really stretch and rearrange themselves. Dislocates his shoulders to like move. Um, with this rat in front of him, giving him this vacant stare the whole time. He pops through the ceiling and like falls down onto the floor, uh, uh, right in front of the couches. Whop! What's up? Sack. It's Sack. Sack. How many fucking times have I told you to knock like a person? Uh, it's a common space. I don't have to knock. I can just come out of the ceiling. It's kind of a social thing that's always existed, but that doesn't matter because (laughs) you just got a prank. You pranked us by falling out of the ceiling, or? No. You two are going to the social event of the season, and you've got plus ones. What? And you've got three weeks to figure it out. What? Bam! Ty picks up whatever's been bammed in their direction. He tosses down a wedding invitation that, like, has this long letter attached to it. The summation of which is that you have been selected for the wedding party. You are to be a groomsman and a bridesmaid. Not only have you agreed to attend the wedding, you've agreed to those roles and put down that you have a plus one. You got RSVP'd, an exciting new form of prank that comes to you straight from the sack. Petey stands up slowly and reaches for sack. Like, sack's like, you know, dragonling schnoot mm-hmm. and just closes her hand around it and lifts him into the air. It's like lifting Gonzo, the Muppet. Yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> and brings him to eye level, seven feet up. What have you done? We cut downstairs. Who were the people that you were looking to impress most? There is... A particular mob boss that runs this section of like the edge of the of the of the asteroid. And he no, she, no, he, he. Well we're, yeah. we're going with he. I we'll think go the, There's she. more than he and she. That's true. Yeah. He loves coming to the diner. Comes all the time, gets his own special booth, you know, all the time. But his baby girl is getting married and he's on the lookout for a caterer and you are summoned to his table. 
J- Jessica comes back, goes, it's happening. No? He, it's asked, right he asked me for you. Okay, okay. All right. Harker, Harker, you're going to do great. It's fine. You've already done great. You've already done great. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Okay. Here we go. And he like heads on out, crosses through the room. And we see the room is is full of people eating. And the food here is not like, it's actually not like upscale. It's not like a like a, a high-end restaurant. But the food is really good. Mm-hmm. And people are sitting and eating and enjoying. I imagine that there's a lot of like round rustic wood tables that have like a single light dangling from the ceiling in the middle of them. And the ambiance in the place feels a little taverny, um, but in a like in a more restaurant way, not like a bar way, I guess. Uh, we see him walk through everyone, uh, looking and like nodding, tipping his ears to people as he goes. And we see this man in his corner booth. What kind of weird thing? Yeah, what kind of weird thing is he? Yeah, yeah, you laugh. You laugh. You laugh. <laughs> That's, That's the rule. That's the rule. He's got a horse's head. That's oh it. God. The rest of him is like humanoid, but he's got a horse's head. I amazing. It very sloppy eater. That's amazing. He has his whole muzzle. It. You know what? It's a feed bag. <laughs> So like all of that de- delicate, artful plating, and they scoop it into the feed bag at the table. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's like all of that, like scooped into the feed bag. Uh, his, uh, we said that he had normal humanoid hands, but I, I don't love that. So he's got extremely thin, like chicken leg, like appendages. Is he reverse centaur? Like he's got. He's got the upper part of a like a horsey oh, thing, oh, yeah. and the bottom half of him is like upsetting. A, humanoid, a humanoid, yeah, humanoid, yeah, yeah. Um, so so he's got these like long things, and you uh, approach the table. He is surrounded by his consigliere, and he sees you there with like that bit, that like square horse pupil, and he <laughs> delicately reaches back. And undoes the feed bag, folds it up slowly, puts it down on the table, gives a snort to get the crumbs off of his face. I have been dining in this establishment for how long, Harker? Uh, Your grace. And uh, we see Harker go over and like he moves like a, a a special like step stool that's been put over there. He like, moves it over so he steps up to the top so we can look in the uh, Your Grace, you've been our most favored customer for the past four years. Four years of my life. I have been dining at your establishment, enjoying my meals as the days and the hours slip away into the void. And the abyss. Have you seen the children's film Ratatouille? And he like looks over at the other people and they're all like looking at him. He goes, It is a charming film about an incompetent man who is controlled by a vermin 
who seizes his limbs from him and his stupidity and his incompetence and he rots from them. Art. At the end of this film, a man whose very soul has been beaten out of him sees love again. I've had a bit of a ratatouille this evening. You, you've been controlled by a small, a small firm? Harka, you are very funny and have always amused me. I can tell. It's in your eyes. I've had a vision. A vision of your future and mine. They are intertwined. I'm... Yes, of course, Your Grace. Whatever you need. My Usagon friend, your life is about to change permanently in ways you could never imagine. Good. And then a rumbling. Things in the restaurant, the kitchen, are shaking. Uh, Plates and like glasses are crossing the table like in the back line like somebody is chopping uh, 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 food and it like starts getting away from them as they chop and they have to chase after it to keep chopping upstairs as uh, Sack is being manhandled uh, like the room starts shaking uh, uh, Ty you start slip sloshing around the place <laughs> and then an enormous oh, as the restaurant pushes itself up and through the adjacent building, uh, the bottom of this restaurant, the floor of this restaurant, uh, parts of it, just parts of it separate, and some of the clientele falls through the floor, including, unfortunately, our mob boss, you are taken away. You see, you, you you soon come like to be directly eye to eye as you are like lifted in the air and soon you are looking down on him as he has this table um, uh, like just perfectly on the ground where there is this massive hole in the floor that you are now looking down and through. There are people screaming in the restaurant around you, scrambling towards the holes and, and, and entrance to jump out of this place as it starts to take off into the air. In your hands, uh, uh, Petronella, you feel Sack's body become less solid, less distinct. And then like television static, he dissolves before your very eyes and we can see like piece by piece, atom by atom, he is rebuilt upstairs in the gamer chair as it rumbles. <laughs> Your building that you have lived in for years takes off. In the sky, over Caldera, we can see uh, as the the moon rises into the ring 
uh, the silhouette of a narwhal in the air over the city. This beautiful wooden construction uh, that still has uh, now hanging off not quite as solid as they were before fire escapes and an awning and all of the things that people thought were permanent when they built onto it just now hanging off the side as in the back a massive arcane spike of energy propels this ship into the sky and into outer space. Drew, I think we're probably approaching the end of tonight's session. Yeah. Um, but I would like to know, because you you designed a big part of this, where do we end up? This narwhal-shaped ship. No sails, just a, a bit of a an aurora plume that kind of comes off the back of it of magical energy that propels it forward. It rockets itself from Caldera into the stars and nebulas in uh, like a like a comet with a trail with a purpose heading someplace. I think where we leave is we leave with everyone who lives on this place, not just Petronella and Ty, not just Zack and Harker and his his uh, his cook staff, but the other people that live in this apartment as well. Everyone is pressed to the back of their walls um, as gravity has yet to reestablish itself as the ship has awakened. It is not yet as it once was. It merely tries desperately to go home. And it makes it about halfway. And that's where we end our session for this week, folks. Can I I make one suggestion about the image of our ship? I want the trail behind it, the trail of energy, to look, make it look like the tail is swimming through space. That's great. Yeah. That's That's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. That rules. Oh, so maybe like the shape of our ship is, it's like kind of this like weird oblong tube. And when it turns on, that's like the tails. Oh, and the fins in the front. Yeah. That's cool. That's cute. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Yay. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That was fun, guys. That was fun. We got something good. It's a shame that, like, people tried to ruin this for us. Literally the day of our game, too. Rude. Uh, Absolutely rude.